Hi, Marit. Brummer, hello. Thank you so much for joining me. You are the executive director of the International Geothermal Association and an expert in global geothermal development. Um, how did you get interested in the geothermal energy usage? Hello, Mariska, and thank you so much for inviting me here. And uh, it's a pleasure to talk about geothermal because, indeed, I found my passion uh, transitioning and pivoting from oil and gas into the renewable okay. energy space. And I really found geothermal energy to be a fantastic win uh, coming from that already oil and gas subsurface, geology, rocks, you know, everything beneath your feet space. Mm -hmm. um, but then with the light on achieving a, a, a decarbonized future, achieving Paris Agreement, as we say, a net zero future, then all of a sudden the interest in geothermal becomes a logical one because basically we do the same thing. We drill a hole, we extract mm -hmm. fluid, heat in this case, and we produce either electricity, so power, mm -hmm. or we use it directly, for instance, in these beautiful greenhouses for heating and cooling purposes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I completely understand. And, uh, well, you are now executive director, as said, for the association. Um, who, are, who are you partnering with? Who are your members? So this is a very good question because we partner with many organizations. Um, to begin with, we partner a lot with technology players. So the ones who understand what it takes to produce the, well, the geothermal resources, the geothermal fluids, the water, the heat that we need in order to do that power play or to do that direct usage of the geothermal resources for heating and cooling. So that entire uh, suite of technology players, um, those are the, um, the drillers, those are those people who really map and make it visible what is out there beneath our feet in terms of the mm -hmm. rock, in terms of understanding where to drill and where to find the best resources. But we also partner with the ones who can make the power plants, who can make the direct use available to our customers. Of course. Because the customers, well, we're talking today, of course, a lot about the greenhouses. Mm -hmm. but we also have other customers, such as the utility companies, who have other consumers, such as ourselves, who need nice buildings, uh, heating sure. up and cooling down in summer or wherever you are in the world, of course. Um, but also take, for example, Iceland, which is always a good example to refer mm -hmm. to when we talk about geothermal. Um, they do snow melting with geothermal as well. So okay. all those, all those um, let's say, customers, clients, uh, that entire supply chain and uh, production chain, they are all our partners. They are our members as well. And um, when it comes down to the specific needs and usage of geothermal. Okay. On, the other hand, on the other hand, we also partner a lot with the ones who promote a sustainable future. So the ones who work with us to make the message uh, around where and how to find geothermal or renewable energy, such as mm -hmm. solar and wind. Um, and, and those who can really message that to our political leadership to the ones who make the policies and to the ones who may never have heard of geothermal and all of a sudden become interested. So yes, yes, I can imagine. And um, uh, looking at, at the goals of your members, of your association, can you emphasize that a bit? 
Oh, absolutely, because it's still uh, one of the biggest calls, and hence it's, it's really um, set in our mission, is that we need to advocate for geothermal energy. Mm -hmm. um, we all know solar because we see those solar top roofs. We all know winds because we see the windmills turning when the wind blows, obviously. And we understand that that's clean electricity. Somehow the public perception and also the politicians out there understand what wind and sun can do when we talk about renewable. Yeah. But there are not many people who really understand or really get a feel for what geothermal energy is. And that needs to change. And one of our biggest missions is therefore to do outreach, to communicate, to set the narrative, as we say, to really okay. un understand that, you know, actually we should be able to walk in whatever city, whatever street, and just ask a person, what do you know about geothermal energy? And then we would get an answer such as, well, you drill a hole, you get resources out of the ground. That would be perfect. And that's yes. amazing. Yes, so that's the goal to uh, to have everybody uh, known about what geothermal energy is, as it, as it is a very sustainable uh, energy source, of course. Um, okay, okay, great. Um, well, of course, as the green tech community, we are very eager to know uh, well the relation between geothermal energy and uh, and the greenhouses. You already um, topped this uh, or uh, uh, talked about this a little bit, but can you can you tell us more about in which um, areas uh, greenhouse uh, greenhouses use geothermal air energy and um, yeah, tell us more about where they, uh, in which countries that is, and since when, for example, is, is it already uh, uh, taking place for a long time or is it rather new? So a lot of questions in one, but... In one, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> let me maybe start with indeed setting the context of geothermal and the connection to greenhouses. Yeah. Um, those countries who are quite privileged, as we say, to have a direct hotspot uh, under their feet, for instance, volcanic islands such as Iceland, such as New Zealand, and such as Italy, especially Tuscany, is a beautiful place where there is hot rock really close beneath our feet. Yes. Uh, those countries have really really utilized and harnessed that energy and also quite early on for greenhouses. So the best bananas you can get is actually on Iceland, which is something you would never, never imagine. No, it, no exactly. But because of the greenhouses, because of the, the, the availability of the hot resources, so close and so, let's say, in the direct um, a utilization uh, in, in customer and, and, and source is quite well connected in Iceland. Um, and Iceland being an island in the middle of an ocean, yeah. um, food and sustainability and um, independence are all, let's say, ingrained in the thinking of a, a country such as Iceland. Mm -hmm. And hence, uh, greenhouses and geothermal has been a connection for years, for decades. It really, I think the earliest greenhouse yep. was somewhere in the 50s or the 60s. Oh, already. Okay. Um, okay. That's good yeah. to know. So yeah. There's quite some uh, experience already in that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and if you look then at Europe and the continent, I mentioned already Tuscany, where food yeah. and geothermal has been linked quite a bit. Um, greenhouses, for sure, but not so much in the greenhouses sector as we see, for instance, in the Netherlands now, mm -hmm. but also in Hungary. Now, Hungary is, is very well known for greenhouses and the geothermal connection, not because there are volcanic resources beneath their feet, 
but because they knew very well how to tap into that hot water in order to not only do district heating, for instance, for their villages and communities, but then adjacently and connect greenhouses and that entire food supply to the resources. Um, and I think the, 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 the ones that I know best, they are already in existence since 20, 30 years. So again, it's not new. It is no. really not new. And I think this is also the link to the awareness and the, the perception of geothermal. Um, it's not new, but somehow we need to tell those success stories a little bit better. Yeah, of course. Well, that's that's why uh, it's so great to have this interview as well. It's it's part of uh, the, the the message that you can uh, you can send and uh, the promotion. Um, looking at at. Uh, well, you, you were talking about these hotspots. Okay, so they're quite obvious. It's, it's, it's quite uh, near to, to get that, that heat and uh, get the geothermal energy out of it. But uh, you were also mentioning, uh, for example, um, uh, Hungary or uh, the Netherlands, where geothermal energy is used. Uh, you have to drill uh, deeper in the ground. And uh, are all countries, um, let's say, do they have a possibility for geothermal energy or is it, uh, can, can, you, can you indicate that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, it is indeed a, a misconception, if I may say, that geothermal is only um, fit for purpose in those hotspots areas. Mm -hmm. It is something where we originate in, very, that's very true. And it's absolutely not true that we can't do it uh, across the globe because we can. Okay. But it is, however, a question of how deep do we have to drill? How deep uh, do we need to unlock? You know, do we need to go in order to unlock the heat that we need for our clients you know, at surface? And if I then look at greenhouses and the ones, for instance, to take uh, in the Netherlands, uh, where most of the wells, as we call them, are drilled between two and three kilometers depth and are tapping into hot waters between 70, 90 degrees maximum, Celsius degrees maximum, this is actually fantastic for greenhouses. Okay. And if you take that image, and if you take that knowledge and the, the rocks that you, we drill, for instance, in the Netherlands, but equally in Hungary, mm -hmm. and if you would map that across the world in that two to three kilometers range, you can actually see that you could do this anywhere. So beauty. That's good news. And um, so there's, there's, there's free resources available, but uh, you, you are talking about drilling in the ground. So it's not um, uh, easy, does it? Um, you, have, you really have to invest, of course. Is, is there um, an indication of, of, of how you should look at, at the business model or at least at the costs that are involved? And, and does it, how is that in comparison with uh, the, the regular resources that we use for energy? Yeah, well, these, these are the absolutely fundamental questions that we all need to ask ourselves. At the end of the day, it is about economics. Sure. And it is about how much are we willing to invest in the renewable energy space. Yeah. Um, one of the big things is um, what is your natural source of energy in the country that you operate. Now, take the Netherlands as an example, where gas has been the most abundant fossil fuel mm -hmm. uh, for not only the greenhouse operators, but for every client basically in the Netherlands who is doing something with heat or electricity, gas comes in as one of the principal uh, sources. Yeah. 
Now, in the energy transition and um, in the, let's say, in the outlook that not only greenhouse operators, but the entire world would like to decarbonize, in most cases, um, gas or oil, if oil is your dominant source of energy, um, will maybe be uh, higher priced because mm-hmm. there will be a carbon tax or mm-hmm. it will be very difficult to get because supply will be cut because the government has different policies in place in 10 years time. Yep. Meaning that looking at alternatives, even geothermal, which does require an upfront investment that can be quite steep, it may be very interesting to look with a long-term mindset towards not only greening up your operations, but also being very cost-effective as long as we have a long-term vision. Now, geothermal will never be cost-competitive if you do it on a monthly basis right here, right now, which is why Mm -hmm. indeed, as you quite rightly saw, the easy swap, that's not geothermal. Geothermal is really about understanding that I can cut my volatile gas bills or my very dirty oil bills uh, in the long run, because Mm -hmm. we are more economic in the long run, and you are independent, and it's very resilient, and it's always on. 24-7, you have your geothermal. But it does require an investor together with the customer who wants to come to a operation. Yeah geothermal to really look at that first capital expenditure so the capex is really steep and it's really steep it always depends on site the availability of the resource how deep we need to drill the the connection at surface how much do we need for which type of operations Um, and then it becomes the model in the netherlands which is quite interesting is that there are multiple greenhouse owners who have tied each other together in a consortium or in a yeah. Then all of a sudden, it becomes a very interesting business. So you cover the co- or you you divide the costs actually, uh, and 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 can really make it uh, beneficial for a lot of, uh, of 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 different businesses, actually. Yeah. So yeah. And, uh, um, okay, well, it would be good to uh, to uh, to to touch that topic, especially yeah. also uh, what we are doing uh, during the Green Tech in, uh, in October, our virtual event. Uh, you will have this, uh, uh, this special session um, uh, about geothermal energy. Very much. I really uh, with, look forward to that. Yeah, yeah me too. And uh, it would be great to, uh, to have more of those examples um, to to show to the public and uh, to show to the interested uh, uh, growers and investors uh, regarding that. Um, so if you, we have of course a lot of, of, of growers and investors that we reach at the moment um, with the green tech community. And uh, what would you uh, advise them if they are interested right now? Well, I would definitely advise them to reach out both to Green Tech and ourselves and come to the session and come to the panel and uh, connect. Um, because I think we are doing something exciting and this is not a one-off. Uh, with Green Tech and the IGA, we are, we are set for something that we want to really um, elaborate on. But the IGA will bring, and also what I would like to, uh, well, to say, the call to action is really connect with the IGA because we're launching quite a few initiatives, both from the technology suite of players who are really keen to make, uh, to make people aware, our customers, our clients, the ones who can be off-takers, mm-hmm. make people aware how it works, what kind of technology is out there, 
what does a drill site look like? How would that fit in your operation? Is yeah. it large? Is it big? Does it fit a certain bigger purpose? Maybe, because this is what we see a lot, the synergy with, for instance, cities, smart cities we, will, we work a lot with, but yeah. also um, municipalities and communities who all have these drivers for sustainability, the drivers to be fossil free, the drivers for not paying a carbon tax, if that ever comes, of course, is still under debate. But mm -hmm. let's be honest, the world is looking at a complete different energy mix in the coming 20 to 30 years. Yes, of course. And, and hence, these are the exciting things for both the technology players, the ones who push, of course, their knowledge and their capacity and their competence. And equally, we are trying to set up this alliance, this coalition of the willing, as I always call it, of those who are investing in it. Because mm -hmm. no greenhouse owner, at least not that I am aware of, can really be an expert in both the geothermal, the technology it requires, understanding how the turbines work in order to create the power, um, all, the, all the heat pumps and all these, let's say, typical technology suites that you need in a greenhouse. I'm sure the greenhouse uh, operator knows very, very well. But it's yeah. that connection with the subsurface combined with where to get the money is not always transparent when you are not from that field of expertise. Exactly. Therefore, that the IGA, again, with its partners, both the technology and those, and those who are really trying to influence the political debate as well, uh, on, on, on making a coalition of the investment community, the technology community, and the ones who like to purchase it, as in the operators. Well, in, in, in that way, I'm, I'm very glad that we uh, touch base with each other and uh, show the opportunities of this renewable energy that is really very worthwhile and, 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 and to be reached under, underneath us. Um, so, um, uh, well, as, as said, we are going to, uh, uh, to have this, uh, this beautiful webinar during the Green Tech uh, live and online. Um, could you explain a little bit more next to that? We, of course, touch base on the, uh, the Dutch um, uh, geothermal uh, greenhouses or the greenhouses that use the geothermal energy. Uh, what you are going to, uh, to present during that day? Yes. So not everything at this moment is, is exactly confirmed. So I will now say, let's say the broad lines as we sketched it out. Yeah. Um, but we're, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to have from uh, four countries. So the Netherlands as discussed, but also from Hungary, from Kenya and from Iceland success stories of greenhouses who use uh, in, di in different situations under difficult, different uh, conditions, different technologies uh, and different products, um, their success stories. So we're gonna first have a few, let's say, demonstrations of those greenhouses, hopefully nice, you know, nice shots in the greenhouse, people talking, showing and explaining how it works so that everybody in that um, session understands where the different operators sit and what they do and how they utilize it. Yeah. And then we invite those operators or the greenhouse operators the greenhouse owners to join us online so that's yes. going to be virtual yep. and then we do a 20-25 minutes uh, panel discussion where i will be moderating asking a few questions how do you do this and can you explain us a little bit more in depth what type of technology you use your products to whom do you sell you know those kind of questions yes. and then of course in the live stream um people can ask questions as well so that we can have this very engaged uh, well almost an hour i have uh, with you yes. uh, like um fantastic discussion and hopefully set the scene 
scene for what can be done with geothermal in the greenhouse sector? Yes, well, I'm, I'm very happy that, that we can, uh, uh, can contribute to that. And uh, we will, of course, invite the people, uh, especially for, uh, for your session on geothermal energy. So um, if I uh, may end this interview um, and I ask you, what are, well, what is your dream as, uh, as the association uh, for the next coming five to 10 years? What is your dream? What, you, what would you like to achieve? Well, I think the dream is that uh, geothermal becomes mainstream uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and that um, these sessions that we do now, this coalition that we're setting up, the consortium that we are building really is leading to the goal. And the goal is that ge geothermal anywhere, geothermal is seen as a technology of choice for certain situations, under certain conditions, for certain cities, for certain customers, such as the greenhouse sector, but also those data centers that need heating and cooling or fantastic uh, off-grid power suppliers who use geothermal in specific locations where it just conditions are favorable. Yeah. Meaning that instead of now being a very marginal, nice enough technology that works in specific countries for the happy few, mm -hmm. that we become a mainstream technology that people understand can be built very let's say with a lot of knowledge obviously but with the right expertise and with the right circumstances this can be a very economical low emissions and really a contributor to this net zero future that we want to achieve and it has this real potency to uh, to be that uh, resource and uh, renewable energy resource absolutely and i think that's the beauty of it this is one of the few real renewable resources. We have a closed uh, system. We have very low emissions. Um, we are sustainable in, in terms of our life cycle. I mean, there are power plants on this world uh, that operate already for 60, 70 years without any stopping. We yeah. are on all the time, 24 seven. We are hardly off and we can scale, you know, if you don't need us so much in the winter time or wherever you are, you scale us down and then, you know, ramping up again when there is a need for more power or more water to do direct usage of heating and cooling purposes so yeah. in a way it is it is it is really exciting to see that this is our decade um but it also takes all of us to really make that happen which is why yeah. again Moyeska, with green tech i think this is an exciting opportunity to really leverage each other's competences yeah i agree with you so i would like to thank you very much for your contribution and tell us more about geothermal energy I am very much looking forward to your presentation, to your webinar during the Green Tech live and online uh, from 20 to 22 October. And uh, well, thank you again. Stay safe and sound. And uh, we will see each other soon. Absolutely. And thanks a lot. And it was a real pleasure. And I'm so looking forward to October. Thank Me you. Too. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, Mary. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>